Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. You need to have God help you to see the truth about yourself in your spiritual life. And it's easy to come to church and pretend like everything's okay when you really have issues down in your heart, right? And, and it's physically too. Uh, doctors say that most people come too late, right? When they come, the damage has been done. If you had diabetes for 10 years and didn't know it, then it's destroying your body, right? Or if you had high blood pressure for 10 or 15 years and didn't know it, it destroys your body. So it's better to find out sooner. And so too in your spiritual life. If you don't face the truth about yourself and, and the things that need to be, get fixed, what happens? They get worse and worse and worse. And if I don't face the truth about myself, then I'm not gonna change and I'm not gonna experience God's best for my life. And I see that in the church. If we don't do what our physical doctor tells us, our physical health is going to get worse. If we don't do what God directs us in his word, our spiritual health is going to get worse. And there are people who come to church who don't understand this truth, and they are living in rebellion to God's truth, and things aren't good, and then they wonder why, right? It's just the same as a person who has diabetes, and the doctor says, look, you got to start checking your blood sugar and eating metformin or whatever pill it is they give you to eat, uh, you know, to fix it. And, and, and you need to, you know, or, or they can just say, no, I'm not going to do that, right? And that's why in Romans 12, 3, it says, for I say through the grace of God given to me to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Now, why would God tell his people, don't think more highly of yourself than you ought? Because people do. And sometimes people think that they're really great when they're not. When you begin to pray and say, God, help me, then he begins to help you. And it, and it isn't just drugs and alcohol. I mean, you know, because that's the obvious thing. Everybody has known an alcoholic who's in denial. You know, everybody's probably read about the guy that had 10 DUIs. Then he says, I don't have a problem, right? I mean, we all know he does, but it's it just as hard for a person to say, well, I have a problem with prescription drugs or pornography or forgiveness or anger or bitterness or, or I'm a prideful person or I'm a selfish person or I'm an angry, bitter, prideful, selfish person. <laughs> I mean, whatever it is, right? But it's difficult to admit that truth about yourself. Now, this is why it's so important to come to church because you are never going to have this conversation with yourself, by yourself, at home, right? I mean, you're never going to think these things through. And and it's difficult to say to yourself, I'm a jerk, right? And, And I had to pray that prayer. When I first got married, it was like, wow, I really am a jerk to my wife. She's so sweet and nice, and I'm so rude and mean, and I need to pray. God, change me. And here's the good news. He changes us, and he can do for you what you can't do for yourself. And he's changed my life, and I ask my wife now after 36 years, hey, am I different now than I was when first? And she's like, oh, yeah. I mean, he's like, yeah, a lot different. And, but that's the normal Christian life. He wants to do that for everybody. It isn't like he looks at Bob and says, Bob, you really need help. <laughs> I'll help you. It's all of us, right? We're all in the same boat. And it's extremely important that we examine ourselves so we can know the truth about ourselves. Why? Because if you don't know the truth about yourself and you don't recognize your problems, well, then what happens is you get stuck in life. And you're stuck with whatever your problems are, and you don't move forward. And then when everything goes wrong and you begin to experience the consequences of your problems, then instead of knowing the truth about yourself and asking God to change you, what you do, you have no other alternative but to make excuses and blame other people for your problems that you created. Now, I have to tell you, I've met a lot of people like this that they 
don't want to know the truth about themselves. They don't want God to change them, and their life is like a daytime soap opera. It's just drama upon drama upon drama. And what do they do when they have all this drama and they make bad choices and they have all kinds of consequences of their bad choices? Well, they make excuses and blame everybody else. It, it never has anything to do with them, right? And, and over the years, I've known people who, uh, you know, just... It just, they just try to run from it, right? And, and Psalm 32, David tried to deny his sin, and he said it made him miserable and depressed. It, he was guilty, and he said, it's draining the life out of me, and it was prematurely aging me. My mom said that about me when I was a kid. She's like, you're making me age earlier, or whatever. I'm like, I don't know what that means. But anyway, and David said in Psalm 32, 3, when I kept silent, my bones grew old through my groaning all day long. See, David was like, man, deceiving myself, telling myself there's not a problem when there really is. And then David finally was honest with himself, and he confessed his sin. In Psalm 32, 5, he said, I acknowledge my sin to you, and my iniquity I have not hidden. And so, you know, David acknowledged, God, I have sinned. Help me. And in Psalm 32, 1, David said, blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Or in another translation, oh, how happy is the man whose transgression is forgiven, right? And it wasn't until David acknowledged the truth about himself and then confessed his sin and then he was forgiven, and then he was happy, right? And I personally believe that just as David said that deceiving himself and not being right with God created guilt and that it was eating his life away, it was prematurely aging him, I believe, too, that that's why so many people in our society have so much sadness and anxiety and depression. Not everybody, but for a lot of people, it's because they don't want to know the truth about themselves. But I do believe that as we reject the Bible, and, you know, we no longer teach values and ethics in school anymore, we don't teach you know, morality and right and wrong and truth. And, and so we have generations of people since the 60s when we banned the Bible in prayer where people are just growing up with, hey, whatever I believe is correct. And we even tell people, well, what's right for me might not be right for you. We all have our own truth. That's idiotic, right? That would be like all of us saying, you know what? The speed limit sign, 65, that might be right for Susie, but not for me. I think 90 is more appropriate, right? I mean, it's just so ridiculous to think that there is no right and wrong. And, and I believe it's why so many people... Uh, don't have the joy and the peace and love that God wants them to have because they don't examine themselves and they don't know the truth about themselves and so then they're stuck, right? But God tells his people in his word, hey, I love you. I want you to have a happy life. I want you to have joy and peace and love and so I want you to be free from those things that cause you to be miserable and unhappy. I don't want you to go through life with guilt and shame and, and that's why Jesus came, right? And so the Bible tells us that there is fullness of joy that comes through fellowship with God. In 1 John 1, 3, he said, uh, that which we have seen and heard, we declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you that your joy may be full. So John is saying there, he's saying, we want you to know the fullness of joy that comes through fellowship with God. And there is something that hinders fellowship with God, and, and as a result, hinders the joy. And what is that? Well, the Bible says it's sin, right? See, if a person has fellowship with God, uh, but uh, it, then, then it produces joy, right? But when a person is not fellowship with God, then, then you don't experience the joy. And so there is this where you can deceive yourself and think that you're fellowshipping with God, but you're living in sin and living in darkness. And the Bible says in 1 John 1, 8, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Now, there are people who go to church all across the country this morning who go in and think, yeah, I, I'm doing great with God, right? And, uh, but they're deceiving themselves because they think, I don't have any sin. The good news is in 1 John 1, 9, he says, if we confess our sins, now this is the opposite of being in denial of the truth, but the truth is, 
I'm a sinner. If I confess my sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In other words, that's so good. You know, you can either think you have no sin and, you know, deceive yourself and miss out on the joy of God, or you can acknowledge the truth about yourself, examine yourself, confess your sin, and then experience fellowship with God and have fullness of joy, right? It's so good. And, and that's why it's so important to examine ourselves. That's why Paul told those Christians there in Corinth in verse 31, he said, for if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. What does that mean? Well, you know, we know that God's going to judge everyone. And the good news is, is that God gives us time to judge ourselves and to correct, right? God is patient. One of the characteristics of God is that he's long-suffering. 2 Peter 3, 9 says, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repent. So we should never misinterpret God's patience as God's approval of our sin. There are people who come to church and think, well, you know what? God hasn't stopped me from my sin, and he hasn't judged me. Therefore, he's okay with it. No, he's just giving you time to repent, right? And uh, so Proverbs 28, 13 says, he who covers his sin will not prosper. We all know that, right? I, I, I have a list of illustrations of people who thought they could cover their sin, right? Anyone from Bill Cosby to David Petraeus to uh, Lance Armstrong and the list, Tiger Woods, the list goes on and on and on of people who thought, I can live in sin and it won't catch up with me, right? But we know it will. And see, God loves us and he gives us an opportunity to repent and get on the right path. And so when Paul says in verse 28, but let a man examine himself, right? He's encouraging us to do something that's good for us. It's like going to the doctor to get a physical exam. You need to examine yourself, judge yourself, and, and acknowledge, you know what? I don't really know the truth about myself, so I need to ask God to show me the truth about myself. And then when he does, I need to confess my sin and ask God for forgiveness and ask God to change me and to help me. And here's the thing. That is the key to success in life. If you want a life full of joy and peace and love, that's what the Bible teaches. And perhaps, you know, there's an area of your life today that you don't even realize that's hindering your fellowship with God and the fullness of joy that God wants you to have. But you can pray like David in Psalm 139. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Right? That's so good, right? And Lord, show me if there's anything in my life that's sinful, that's wrong. And, and you know, that's a lifelong process, right? Because, you know, God doesn't show us too much at once. He knows that we're fragile, right? And, and we're not as powerful as we think we are. And, and so you pray that prayer, and, and God can show you the truth about yourself, and he can help you to fix whatever is wrong, right? And it's so good. And, and, and why does God tell us this? Because he loves you, and he wants to bless your life. And, and I, I would encourage you this morning, if God's speaking to your heart today, that you can just respond, and, and you can pray and say, Lord, Help me to see the truth about myself, whatever it is, whatever area, right? And, and, and Lord, forgive me and help me. And, and as you pray that, God will help you. And, and it just produces the best kind of life because it's either that or the alternative is just lie to yourself. It's so good. To, you can come to him and confess your sin. And what does it say in 1 John 1, 9? If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He, he does the cleansing. He does the forgiving. All we do is the confessing. Lord, it's wrong. I'm sorry. Help me. Forgive me. And as you do that, he begins to do a work in your life that is beyond description, right? The Bible says that he brings joy that's indescribable, right? And, and so he wants that for your life. And so I would encourage you today to examine yourself and say, Lord, help me to see the truth and then to confess and then to receive his forgiveness. And so if you've never done that before, we want to give you an opportunity to do that right now. So let's bow our heads. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word today. And Lord, we pray if there's anyone here today who has never accepted you as their Lord and Savior, if they've never prayed that prayer, 
Lord, forgive me of my sin. Come into my life and fill me with your spirit. Lord, we pray that they would do it this morning. And Lord, maybe there's some people here who have been backslidden, and maybe you brought them here to hear this message today. Lord, that they would confess their sin and receive your forgiveness. And so we just thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you that you want, to, you want us to know the truth about ourselves. And we thank you, Lord, that we have physical doctors to help us to know the truth about our physical condition. And we thank you, Lord, that we have you, God, and your Holy Spirit to help us to see the truth about our spiritual condition. And so we do pray, Lord, that you would show us, that you would lead us, Lord, in the way everlasting, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you, and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will...